0: Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward, and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening.
1: Civilization, at last. I uh, not
2: you can call it that.
0: Surprise, there's no you can. all the clams we can eat. <laughs> Your expectation of Flagstaff was very low. Everything you've heard about it is that it's been this tiny little shithole, barely a town town. Yeah. When you get there, you find that it's done a lot of expanding since the last time you heard about it. There's right. actually a Walmart, and then shitty town. No, there's just there. a dollar general. <laughs> Upon seeing a proper
3: uh, settlement, I also do some expanding. Doing. Yeah. Wow. wow. Thank
2: You just see dollar signs light up in Temperance's eyes,
3: and she gets a boner. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. This is me now, Lady Flagstaff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Zing.
2: It's like uh, putting a balloon on top of a bottle full of vinegar and baking soda.
0: (laughs) 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 Wow. uh, (coughs) We're still (laughs) on the rise, listeners. Picture it. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Let it settle in your mind. <laughs> you were still up
0: in the rise. Now, the way the superstition mountains are laid out—not in the real world, but in the way I'm making it in D and D—goddamn it—is uh, there's a gentle slope as they sort of lower themselves back down to the elevation that Flagstaff is actually located. You guys basically went over the hardest part right away, and then it slowly got easier and easier as we you were traveling downhill. Arrive at actual honest to God civilization. Oh, there's a before. hill like that in Virginia called the Priest. It was terrible. Now, your <laughs> expectation was like a couple of flop houses and like a railroad supply depot, and that's basically it, right? Like, they're, they're, you really, when you were sold on this idea of going to Flagstaff, mm-hmm. you're just sold on the idea of this being a shithole nobody goes to. What you find is that it's actually occupied by maybe as many as a thousand people. It's a proper
1: job. Uh, as someone who is keen on finding the money in places <laughs> that people like to hide it, this place is hiding some serious money. Temperance, uh, perhaps you and I could make an honest living here. Honest being an objective term, of course.
0: <laughs> of course? <laughs> and by honest, I, I mean I that other thing. Cute. I say cute, as
1: we <laughs> keep <laughs> on. <that. laughs> no, Temperance and I are...
3: Proficient liars. <laughs> I
1: mean,
2: my business is very honest.
3: And my business isn't. Let's go make some money. <laughs> and I just turned to Elk. You want to be alright here? Always, well, people. <laughs> okay, see, this okay. is why I asked.
2: <laughs> only half.
0: <laughs> from, you you this, from this rise, you are a little less than a thousand feet up from the southern border of the town. And from what you can see from here, uh, the center of the town seems to objectively be a single business, a large structure. Uh, It has a large frontage. It appears to be maybe three floors high. It stands towering over everything else around the uh, main drag of Flagstaff. Uh, You also see that there is some railway construction. You can see that uh, the wooden planks have been laid out, but the steel has not yet been riveted in place.
1: This one singular business that seems to be the center of town, can we tell what it is, like what nature it is?
0: Uh, this distance is pretty hard. Why don't you me a perception check if you're really squinting and taking Closed
1: a look? Costco? <laughs> yeah. Must be French.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's Italian.
1: Five.
0: Um, it looks like a bar. Well.
1: Well, then. <laughs> there might be plenty of business to be doing on this town. Yeah, hey, I
2: worked in a saloon. right. Take a crack at it and see what kind of bar it might be. Yeah, give me a perception shift? PC's
0: pretty high. It's Drunk pretty people
1: love selling their souls to the devil. I think I'm in business.
2: What did you say, plus? Uh what do you have? Uh it's a twelve on the die, but you said it's perception, right? Yeah,
0: perception. Okay. Hmm?
2: Yeah. It's 12. yeah. This is a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be really sure it's a bar, it just it it has that vibe.
2: It might be a bar.
0: Or a
3: club.
2: The bar I, is low.
3: I am ready to just barrel straight on into this place.
0: Erna says I'm ready to get a night's sleep in a bed.
3: Exactly. Doc Elks, shall we? Besides, yeah. And it's a good thing we came across a giant saloon. We need a restock on whiskey.
0: It's about, a time, it's about time I start drinking someone else's whiskey. I could go for some cake. Well, cake and odd, whiskey it is. Not specific, but <laughs> I like the kind of gym. I need some digestives. I, <laughs> I think, we, think we've all for learned cake. some whiskey and cake. Uh, Elk, Elk likes cake. And whiskey cake. That's true. Likes cake. It's actually come up on more than one yeah. session. He likes um, sweet cake. Oh, yeah. way yeah, on this! You arrive, and that's not a euphemism. You arrive in no. Flagstaff. Why
1: would it be? The cake is fucking amazing. <laughs> so the
0: uh, the main thoroughfare in Flagstaff runs from west to east, or coming from the south. So you're going to essentially bisect the bottom half of the town to get right. to the main thoroughfare. Uh, and you do see a couple places along your way as you're coming into town. You do see uh, the Flagstaff Drug and Suture, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the local. Uh, medical center. You see Millie's Kettle, which appears to be owned by a Chinese operator. It's all about like Chinese imports, medicinal teas, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you also see a lumberyard that is simply called Wood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the name of these three businesses.
0: Yeah, um, just... yep, yeah. They all fit your your idiom. Got yep. wood. Uh, something that makes you feel sort of uncomfortable is you see a small one room office. It's a standalone structure. Uh, with a signage up front that says, Aleo Railways. Nope. Mm,
1: nope, yeah. No, like, we've we
0: have to
2: we've dealt with Donaleo
1: in the past, and we are not friends. Nope. Oh, my uh, refresh me. Uh, Aleo is the railway baron, baron. He was at the governor's party when we fought the angel. Yes,
2: he was also at the casino. He's
1: at the casino that was run by the devil. He yeah. Doc, he's he's sort of not like me this,
0: but right, I, I do. Yeah, uh,
1: he's he's not been directly. Actually, he was directly opposed to us. He sent his goons after us on Ooh. the railway. Leo, heist, didn't yeah, he? I remember his name. Yep. Uh, at one point, after we left uh, Utah, he had his he he sicked his goons on us. Basically, mm-hmm. he's sort of been a ancillary villain. You the story,
0: okay? you were sort of arbitrarily bracing him to the crossroads for information you weren't even sure what you were going after, mm-hmm. and then your very next stage was robbing his train cars.
1: He's he's sort of been he, I don't know if you want to call him an adversary or a rival, but either way, he's sort of been on the opposite end of everything we've been doing up to this point. He's a gotcha. an
2: antagonist. Right.
1: Yes, very very much so. But
0: he's okay. not like this might be just main a franchise. Guy been going after. Not like a significant <laughs> villain. The
1: Golden Arches. Wow. They haunt my dreams.
0: Freaking are What else do I say? Something that you are uh, maybe relieved to see is that there's only one church visible from where you are
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, called the Covenants of Gospel Church.
1: And that doesn't sound like an Aaronite.
0: It is very much not an Aaronite church. It Excellent. is a classic Catholic church. Oh, fantastic. I thought I'd be so happy to see them. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: God it's the Catholics. Um, okay, I want... Gideon's gone, so we're Hail, Catholic.
1: I want a little input from the group. Um... I'm Not really sure how
0: Alistair interacts with the Catholics. Probably not favorably.
1: They do yeah, have great lawyers.
0: It's probably sort of like a, you don't have anything in common, so you don't mix very much. I feel like um, every time I walk down the street, they sprinkle me with water, and I don't understand. <laughs> I feel
1: like the Catholics are like big business. Where am I? Like uh, I'm like the small independent business.
0: Of course, it's how you feel. <laughs> <in ways. laughs>
2: Temperance is from the but no I (laughs) I I feel like
1: I feel like Catholicism is like join us and we'll protect you from the devil but meanwhile they're selling you to the devil where I'm like no I'm the independent operator and I'm much more expensive and less favorable but I will actually prevent you from going from being sold to the devil
0: yes and that is how you feel when you see this church. But um it is a it is a reassuring sign, given that you've now been fighting with the Ironites for a very long time, and this is very obviously not it doesn't fit any of the trappings you'd expect from an Ironite. That's good to see that the Ironites don't have a foothold here. And it's, at least not visibly. Uh, yeah, We've
1: never right. seen Catholicism and Ironite in the same Place right, like they've they've never been actively operating in the same. They town. seem
0: to sort of squash each other out whenever they exist. Right, they it's one of the don't other. Coexist much. Um, as you are making your way through town, one of the things that uh, perhaps Elku runs would notice fairly regularly is uh, Catholics. Catholics, <laughs> This <They're Maze. everywhere. laughs> Places crawling with Catholics. It corn. <laughs> um, no, what you find is uh, the Navajo <laughs> Nation are a big deal out here. And unlike most of the places in the United States where the Native Americans are persecuted and treated like shit, um, they're almost raised on a pedestal here. The demand for goods produced in the style of the Navajo is so high that white people are mimicking that style to sell goods that are knockoff versions in the streets. Hipsters. Ha!
1: <laughs> we found hipsters. But like the geographical yeah.
0: style for like weaving and blankets and things like that. That's Turquoise. That's a big deal. Turquoise jewelry, gold uh, yep, wire. Sirs. There you go. Hey, I'm you're sorry. in cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, that is, you're finding that like there is enough of that interest going on right now that the people here who are of the Navajo Nation who are willing to hang out in the same place as all these shitty white people uh, are actually finding that they are valued because of their creation. Not necessarily, you know. There's there's a lot of like gross interpersonal stuff, but the items they create are valued by the average shithead who's moving into. <laughs> sure,
1: that actually does sound pretty much like hamsters.
0: Gentrification, but um, so that is what you find. Uh, because, uh... And,
3: we're, and, and uh, there's a place to stay, right?
0: Like a, a... So when you get here. And you start actually getting into the main thoroughfare and seeing the businesses of Flagstaff. As I mentioned, it's surprising. It's busy. It's a it's a town. It's a bona fide town. You expected, like, this tiny little shitty hovel. And instead, it, it looks like it's growing. And it's growing quickly. Uh, there's maybe as many as a thousand people here, when you would expect a tenth of that. Uh, but the biggest industry in town, the largest business, and the first business, which you hear from people on the street bragging about it, uh, is a place in the center of town that you saw from the top of the superstition mountains. Whipple's Place. Whipple's Place is Fort. a saloon that Edward Whipple built before the city existed. Of course, he did. It's the first structure in town. Fair enough. Neat.
3: Well, let's go to the bar then. Uh, it has place. It has uh, rooms,
0: I assume, right? Uh, it does have some rooms. Most of the people who stay here are staying in cheap flophouses. Are we making a slow like? Progression up the main thoroughfare of this town. Yeah, you guys at this point have entered into civilized lands. You know, you've got tired pack animals. Ernest is going to lead the wagon to like where a trough is to let the animals get some water and relax. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably, you want to let Mord do the same thing. Um,
3: I'll find it. I'll. I suppose Hagar. I
0: don't think needs it. Hagar know. can
3: just wander freely through the wilderness as she yeah, likes.
0: I don't think Hagar drinks water anyway, but she, she may not need to. Uh, the Mord definitely needs. Be watered and yeah. groomed. So, um, in fact, I will seek out a groom. To Ernest is going to do the same thing for the do oxen. It's service for me, and however many shanked. dollars it costs, let me know. Uh, oh, Ernest is because of, of your your services to provide him with his continued existence. Uh, Ernest is willing to jump on that for you. He wants to to bring his oxen in to get cleaned up. He's willing to bring your horse as well and, and just do a solid because you guys basically saved his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shake his hand and say thank you very much. Uh, and, like, I make a show to my horse of handing the reins off to um, Ernest. Yep. And the horse is trained such that it understands that that means I am okay with it going with him. Perfect. I'll
3: shake his hand as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Is yours it's quite re- the journey. Did you resummon yours? Yeah. It, cool. it came cool. back during the journey. Uh, when, wow. I remember when I did the scene with, the, with Rita to try to make right, myself out right, right, to right. be all this, this holy, I mean... I guess I am kind of a holy savior type, but at the same time, it he, still, to do he it. still feels the need to be a showman about everything.
0: Yeah, there's a showman coming back.
3: It's old habits die hard.
0: Mm. Um, Ernest, by the way, he, he's a long-term potential ally, so if you guys want to call on Ernest, he is uh, at your beck and call. He thinks you guys are the bee's knees. So if you want going to put okay. Ernest on your character sheets as basically like an item.
1: Like a boon? Yeah, I'll put you, him under my bonds. You can
0: call on him. If he's geographically in the area, Ernest can show up and, and be your... Help us out. summon Ernest. (laughs) He he knows how to get from place to place. He's a pretty good carriageman, uh, and he's just kind of a likable guy.
1: Um, I would like to go to the Catholic Church and uh, uh, beseech the the pastor, (laughs) priest, whoever, father, deacon, to uh, bless my quill and my rapier uh, with the uh, prayers of exorcism.
0: Okay. Um, I'll let him do his
3: thing, and I'll just get our rooms
0: together. Yeah, it's going to be an awkward experience for you, not because of anything visually with you, Mm -hmm. because the father of the church is also a Tiefling. He's an Irish Catholic, and the Irish, as we've established, are Tieflings.
1: Right, right. So he looks similar to you. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And he is happy to perform rites that you request and are willing to make a donation to the church for Mm -hmm. He is hesitant uh, for the two things you've requested, one because he doesn't really want to do anything for a weapon that might shed blood, mm-hmm. and the other is because uh, you tend to introduce yourself as a lawyer, mm-hmm. and your pen is just as dangerous. Right. So um, he wants to help you. Wants to be good to you. I, I, say, the, hesitation. I say to the pastor, um, these these are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I came with you because uh, mm-hmm. I figured sticking together is a smart thing. Sure. Oh, and yeah. and if he if he shows that when he shows hesitation to doing this deed i will say these uh i say father these are tools of uh tragedy and being irish you have an abiding sense of tragedy but that sustains you um through temporary moments of joy and i think in the interest of the well-being of all of the people it would behoove you to perform this task for my companion here I would like uh, Doc to give me a persuasion roll well, with advantage. It basically feels like you're helping Doc in this case. Mm-hmm. As a 24 sound. That sounds phenomenal.
1: And I'll, I'll, I'll add, uh, uh, Father, you know, in, in my line of business, I, I go out into the world and I confront the evil that exists in the places between where men dwell so that it never comes to darken your doorstep. Uh, I understand your hesitance to acknowledge such violence exists in this world, but by acknowledging it, you are denying it purchase on your doorstep.
0: Uh, he admits you in, and um, for a donation of $20, you'll fair enough. Uh, you'll perform rites of exorcism on your items. Brian, i give you one of my inspiration points.
1: Hoorah. And, you see, you and this is see. the first time you've ever seen Alistair actually acknowledge a religious aspect to the devil. Mm. Yeah. Uh, up until this point, the devil has been, like, a competitive business partner. Mm. And now Alistair is admitting that there is a power beyond his own that he uses to confront his
3: adversary in his dealings. Yeah, there you go. Levi loves that if he's watching for distance.
2: Temperance has actually gone to the... Um... Part in the Catholic Church where they
0: have all the candles, and she's mm. actually lighting one. Ooh, nice. Um, it's the sweet. the man leading the church—I uh, didn't give him a name, so I'm going to name after somebody I know. Uh, Father Runty. Ooh. Ooh, my old dog. Father Runty uh, is in charge of this church, and he. Uh, now that you've had this interaction with him, which has gone in a very pleasant direction, uh, and his observation of temperance, uh, lighting a candle in memoriam, uh, is. Happy to lend you whatever you need, in terms of a place to find some sort of spiritual solace. He can't offer you much more than that. He can't offer you like material goods or whatever. But is there ever a time where he is not at the front of the church, like where the doors are? Uh, paying attention to them. Well, I mean, it's the middle of the week right now, in the middle of the day, so he's just sort of milling about doing various tasks around the church. You I mean, I, w- I want to wait till a time where he is focused on what Temperance is doing or what, what um, Alistair's doing. I just grab the collection <laughs> plate blind. And I want to fill a flask with holy water from the little fount that's at the front of all the Catholic churches. We got you have a handle, uh, of hand? Sure. Squirt gun. Bad Alistair, bad The Frog Brothers. We're back to the Frog <laughs> Brothers. Yeah, you, you comfortably feel like a water skin. I just feel like a, like a little, I have a little metal flask for yeah. booze, but in this case I'm filling it with holy water. Yep.
1: So in case you, Kiefer Sutherland, never come in contact with Kiefer Sutherland the vampire.
0: I can fight myself. <laughs> uh, and I'm justifying this with like, I don't necessarily believe, but there are things in the world that do. And hey, this may be. It never th- hurts it, to
1: sprinkle an enemy with holy water.
0: This may be a weapon against those that believe. Very true. And then I will sneaky walk out front and spark up a backwoods (laughs) and and slide the the vial of holy water into my pouch. How do you like those
1: worms, Michael?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. How do they taste? I feel a little guilty. It's six forty-five. We haven't had a combat.
3: I think, yeah, I think I, I think I said that I'd be help setting up a room. So if, if you are no in the church, or did we all go? To, did we all go to the,
0: get at the church? Uh,
1: I mean, me and Doc obviously went. I don't think Elves would go. Uh, I just went. I went. I Shepherds I went. Shepherds went for cake.
0: Wherever the closest, you maybe he went. went, he went, Elves went. Um, I'll just, I'll, you I'll probably just. make sure to secure room at the bakery for us. Like a baker's shop. Yes, that's where you are, Bowdoin's Bakery. You are at Bowden's. Is this in the main thoroughfare? And uh, Bowden's has one of those like glass windows with like display cakes out front. Uh, when you go inside, you find the cakes that are not display cakes are much better. Yeah, I, I sort of envision Elk. He just wants
3: cake, so he will actually get like an arty Farty cake because he doesn't know any better. But then he'll sit on
0: like a rock out front and just sort of paw into it. Right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and it costs you to call cool, like two bucks because it's a fancy cake. Help and, with uh... diabetes. <laughs> 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 People walk by cake. <laughs> Uh, you actually get some takers. It's a lot of rural folks. They're like, meeting with your hands, you know what i Cake? Yes. Psych. i <laughs> <laughs> share my cake. <laughs> with friendly people. Uh, and yes, uh, those of you who decide that you are going to the original destination, which was Whipple's place.
3: Mm. Yeah, I, I figure while they're doing that, I'm paying for the rooms. Yeah. So
0: what was Mr. Whipple's place again? So Edward Whipple uh, opened Edward the first business in town. and everybody's it's just like everybody's it's, it's like a, a
3: three-story three bar.
0: Yeah. It's a bar, it's three stories, it's some guest rooms. Not very many, it's mostly a bar. Um, but they get a lot of business because they have access to the distilleries that are located around the Flagstaff region. I figure after the church we'll head there. Yep, uh, as many people do in town. Um, going from church to drinking is a thing that a lot of people do. Whipple is, uh, seems to be posseed up or partnered up with uh, uh, a bunch of distilleries outside of town who make vodka and bourbon, not bourbon, uh, whiskey. However, there is also a thriving juniper forest to the north. Gnomes. Gin? And they actually have gin as well. Why that make you think of noble? Gin is actually Doc's favorite liquor. So I, uh, You very get real good gin. Very so clean. you love drinking the Gnome. You chase that Gnome. I will actually clear out half of my saddlebag of whiskey. Place. <laughs> it dumps <laughs> it out the holy water. <laughs> How much we're, we're all fighting
1: for mouth space underneath it. <laughs> How much does
0: two-fifths of, of gin cost? Uh, a couple of bucks. Not much. You are local to the distillery. There is a ton of distilleries around here. So Flagstaff has access to juniper forests galore, so the primary import-export is gin. Hmm. Um, distilleries around here are plentiful also because the rest of the country is sort of flirting with the idea of banning alcohol, and the western frontier is like, fuck all that noise, oh, we got right. this This is booms. just like free abolition huh? Yep. So yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you get a lot of whiskey, uh, you get a lot of gin... And you get a lot of uh, vodka as well.
1: Basically, law starts at the East Coast and works its way West, and everybody who doesn't care about law is just ahead
0: of that line. You I mean, also, it's honestly like bullet trajectory. It starts at the East Coast and then just dies somewhere around the Mississippi. Also, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, um, you're close enough to Mexico that tequila is also a big, a big deal around here. So... You
1: know,
0: it's not a big deal uh, uh, Although there is a (laughs) (laughs) winery here There is a vineyard Pee-wee's looking for his bike (laughs) And this place is happening (laughs) Yeah, Uh, this place is
1: party central That's why party animals were carrying our wagon
0: Primary Mm -hmm. industry in town Is actually not the railway As you would have expected from your original sort of pitch Well,
1: no, because they haven't built the connecting railways to it, right?
0: So the railway basically only goes east It goes to Amarillo, Texas and nowhere else
1: Okay, so you have to like z. So if you're going to
0: hear from the rails, you need to go in this ridiculous like C shaped mess. Gotcha. Uh, however, now that the rails have actually made it here, big business is a lumber. They're okay. cutting utility poles. Oh, okay. They're shipping utility poles all over. So the, the
1: gin is going to start drying up. It is. So yeah, invest in gin and then sell, sell, sell.
0: Yeah. The uh, you get the feeling from the first like five minutes that you are here. The Bargewell Lumber Company, which is uh, basically come in here to like expand in and ship utility poles across the country, uh, is actually kind of fucking everything else up, and nobody really likes them. Because in addition to fucking up everyone's industry, they also are staffed with a bunch of toughs to protect their guys out in the field. And as is uh, the want of large physical people, uh, they get involved in large physical altercations. Jocks. Mm-hmm. and they're, you know they're, they're cutting into the jackalope habitat which is just you know <laughs> which i'm sure you hate <laughs> suicide frankly <laughs> but yeah you get a chance to get some drinks here at Rupple's place to get a nice nap uh, Ernest is going to go ahead and have the animals taken care of he's going to retire to his own room I will. I will ask if they serve gin and quinine water they absolutely do i will order one of those you may have that for sure uh, while you're there you actually meet somebody who is interested in your passion for gin I need to find his name because I made him. He's a real character. Berwin
1: um, Havlock. <laughs> yes.
0: Where is he? He's around here somewhere.
1: He did love his gin. Mm. And he um, was Berwin. <laughs> and he loved killing claw Bats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: his name is actually Claude Howe. Well, Claude A. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke at <and> club <laughs> um, you're, you're basically like oh, you get in Whipples place is pretty busy like you're in the middle of the day Whipple's place is doing good business the reason for that is that the miners and uh, lot of the railway people work at night because it's not hot and they come here during the day to get drunk because it's the end of their work day and you're sort of it's forced. So it's like perpetual night shift kind of thing basically yeah they never yeah. close
1: eggs and kegs
0: mm-hmm. and uh, you are sort of forced to the end of the bar closest to the piano player. Nobody wants to occupy that spot because the piano player is a little loud. Is
2: it piano or P-N-E?
0: It's a piano. It's classy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Claude Howe is the piano man. And, I thought that was uh,
1: Billy Joel. You no, know, he's dead. Fuck that guy.
0: And uh, as he's playing, you know, he leans to you, he asks for requests. He's very personable, he's quite upbeat. Uh, and since you are sitting close to him, he assumes you're interested in what he's doing. So he's playing piano and basically consulting you... In a in a humorous way, he's trying to like evoke your desire for music out of you. Ask him if he knows any Bach. Uh, he says absolutely, but I don't want to get beat up. Huh. maybe another time. He says perhaps at closing time, and he raises a toast to you and sort of laughs to himself. I, straight, I I take my glass. It's a good time to play air of gin and some glasses. <laughs> and
3: gin
1: and my mouth. We, uh, he's my like playing like, drink. A, a
0: classic um, saloon piano. Yeah.
1: Oh, I could get fucked up to this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand that what I am interested in and what is popular are very different, much like real life. Mm. (laughs) What you're getting from him, and because you're clever enough to get it and you're a learned guy, he's sneaking in flourishes of notes that are absolutely references to well-known Bach pieces. I put a $1 bill on the edge of the the, uh, piano. Yeah, he gives you a nod, a smile, and a wink, and he continues to play. He seems to be having a lot of fun. He enjoys your company as you're here.
1: Is there a prominent crossroads in the town?
0: <laughs> like a casino where you meet the
2: devil? devil?
1: Or just a crossroads in general I could capitalize on?
2: Are there more than two roads in this town? A place where there is a gallery? <laughs> <They're> all parallel, <laughs> they never meet. God damn
0: it. So, weirdly <laughs> enough, the way it's laid out, there's a single main thoroughfare that goes east to west. Mm hmm. And there's a ton of different little roads that, like, go north and south on top of that to lay it out. But what year is this, then? 1880. Uh, we are currently in the midsummer of 1880. And um, they all go north and south, but they aren't in four-way intersections. They're all, like, sort of random intervals wherever it made sense to put a road there. Because as the place was settled, people just put up wooden structures and didn't really care about, like, zoning. Or mm, yeah, right. Um, and in fact, the really weird thing about the way the place is laid out is that the vast majority of what you're seeing around Whipple's Place are all businesses almost like they've erected a proper business. district. However, the houses and homes and such are in this like weird um, fan-shaped array on the northwestern corner of the town.
1: Let me ask this. So they're building a railway, correct? Yep. Does the railway intersect with a major thoroughfare?
0: The railway is actually about a mile north of the town proper.
1: Okay. Um, being the consummate businessman, I am anticipating that at some point a major road is going to intersect with this railway. I want to find out who owns that property, and I want to engage them in conversation.
0: It doesn't take long to find out. The answer is Baron Carlos Alejo. <laughs> ah, great! Uh, be I better, want to be his fucking lawyer. Fuck there. I bet you do. I nice. do. You better I do w- me a favor later. You have to after, take the head of his current lawyer. After, after
3: getting whatever room or rooms that I can at the saloon, uh, I want to... Cast Protection, excuse me, I want to do a Divine Sense, of course, in the saloon make sure that we're okay there. And then I want to walk through town, this Uh, time today having prepared Detective Evil and Good. I just want to do a ten minute stroll around, see if there's any uh, aberrations, celestials, elemental fiends, fey, or undead. Or fiends. 30 foot radius. Surprisingly. Uh, Find
0: no. one of these Someday, <laughs> that Som- is someday This spell will pay off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I would like everybody in the party to make a uh, basic charisma check. You no said so this is the neck we've gone to the next day. We'll call it the same day. You guys basically got into town around like three or four in the afternoon and so you had a chance to wind down a little just bit. Just charisma no Char- skill test? Just a charisma check? I got a fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Wow. Well, hell yeah. I picked the right skill today. And Seventeen. Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Okay. Good job, everyone. Good job. I think we
3: own the He brought charisma
2: now. like a big boy. <laughs> people love cake. Yeah.
3: Right. Well, it's because the because nat- people love the natives here.
0: Um, it was a seventeen was the highest one, right? Twenty-one. Twenty-one.
1: Okay. Holy shit! You and your fucking tits. All
0: right. What's left of oh. them? Temperance, uh, when you get into town, once to <laughs> you get a chance to like, unwind a little bit and just be a human again, what is it How you're felt. doing in town? Personally. <laughs>
2: Probably going to the, uh, uh, what is it, Minnie's Kettle? Yep. Just sure. poking around and, like, my people are out here.
0: Alright, uh, when you get there, there's a man there who is, uh, in the shop and making small talk with the owner, and the owner is, like, a, a skinny, middle-aged, uh, going gray around, like, the front, but still black hair all the way out. She's up. got, like, the stripes? Yep. Um, short hair. It's cropped like this, like a bob cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is obviously like an older Asian lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she is portraying herself as Chinese, but you know enough to know that that might not be true. She's
2: Korean, it.
0: She's just some, some kind of Asian, for sure, but like, you don't, you don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but she's making small talk with this man, and this man is disgusting. He is a man who is about five foot eight. He is pale and clammy. His skin looks moist. His hair is wet, and there is the sheen and like bubbly texture of like mucus or phlegm.
1: Yeah, you just described me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not my Ben's <laughs> well, paler than you are. <laughs> well, Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, but he's got like what looks like you know mucus in his hair. His hands appear to be uh, saturated with some sort of a thick slime. Um, he looks like he's sweating a lot. His clothes are damp in his underarms and around his ribs. What is this But he is uh, otherwise he looks like a, a Hale and hearty man. He looks like he's, you know, like I said, five foot eight or so. Um, he is not overly thin, but not well fed. He looks like a normal sort of straight up and down kind of body shape. But he's just
1: sweating like a pig.
0: Sweating like a pig, and literally covered in what looks like a thin layer of mucus. Yeah. Uh, and he's making small talk with uh. It's okay, and the aberrations. Ah, quick, skin him. Uh, yeah, Millie. Millie. Millie is the uh, the business owner, and Millie is making small talk with this man as you come in, and Millie sort of looks up at you and gives you a nod, and uh, this man turns to you and gives you a, a warm smile and goes back to talking to Millie, and the two of them are talking about just sort of basic town drama, gossiping type stuff. Dish
2: girl. And that's. All I get out of him is he's just kind of gross looking.
0: Well, that's all you get for now. You you can pursue it more if you want.
2: Yeah.
0: Pursue the (laughs) grossman.
2: Like, is there anything of particular interest in, like, the small town gossip? Like, anything I can sort of interject myself into, or...
0: Um, he is going on, not like a rant, but a tangent about uh, Bargewell Lumber. And how it's going to impact businesses around town, and how it's going to draw funds out of the businesses that make the town so great. And
1: Sounds like an investor.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, Millie is sort of, like, nodding and responding when it seems appropriate. Um, she does not seem timid, mm-hmm. but she seems overly polite. Mm-hmm. Like, there are times when she could speak up because she has something to say, mm-hmm. but she waits for me to finish, and sometimes that takes more
2: than a minute. I know the feeling. Oh, <laughs> rude. I wasn't talking about you. (laughs) High Five. Um, yeah, I just saddle up to him and
0: I say, uh, you sound like a businessman. What is uh you slander me so. My parents were businessmen. Well, Mm -hmm. businessman and woman, I should say. I'm just a wealthy bitch.
3: I'm just man. Mm
1: -hmm. And uh,
0: business (laughs) Human. (laughs) Man! And as he turns to you, you can see that he's got like the, uh, the sort of crust around his eyes, like he just woke up. Um, he's very clammy on the face. He literally has like a bead of what looks like some sort of a mucusy gunk coming out the corner of his mouth. This dude is
1: totally grosser than Chunk's Duster.
3: Yeah. You should fuck him. <laughs> but, yeah, <it> is... yeah. <laughs> This is new, st- new standards of so gross. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Uh, he says, my name's
0: Howard. You can call me Howard the Ooze Lord. And he does, like, the finger guns. And, like, oh, a little spray of mucus comes off the tip of his index finger oh, and just falls flat over oh, right, right, right on your t- face. <laughs> yep, used to this. Uh proud of it.
2: The Ooze Lord? Yeah. Uh, I've seen this guy. Oh, the
3: pudding forever. king.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he's... He's... Arguing Lex. for the lumber company or against?
0: Against. And Millie is not arguing in their defense either. The two of them are basically just sort of like swapping political opinion. What month is it? Uh, it is late August. is the hot part in the That's desert. 1880 is an election
2: year. It is. Ooh! <laughs>
0: And neither Utah nor Arizona were territory. Or, were they were territories? They were not, they were states. not states yet. Yeah,
2: I don't so. give a shit. I'm a woman. I'm one of, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So you don't give away. a shit either.
1: She can't vote. Only
0: <laughs> runs can't vote. I'm just saying it might be something that we can use. I to count as three banter like it's with weird. locals about their opinions <laughs> on the yeah. candidates. Yeah. Very true. What so, do yes, I do? How are these one? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That sound just accompanies him everywhere. Yes.
0: everywhere. Uh, yeah. So you were talking with him. We we cut off that conversation. Oh, right. Jimmy Jimmy we nerded out? The fuck. Uh, Jimmy the ooze. Jimmy the ooze lord. Howard. Howard, Howard the ooze lord. Uh,
2: uh. Where was I going? With this? He gives you a big smile. He seems very happy just to make small That's talk. That's the question uh, of the day. Millie goes to
0: like stock shelves or whatever. Uh,
2: Mister Ooze Lord. Uh, what kind of business folk were your were your folks?
0: He says, "Oh, you can just call me Howard the Lord. You don't need a Mister. That's quite all right." Now, my uh, my folks uh got involved with the law. Uh,
2: what? Which branch of the
0: law? The Trinus Cube branch. The,
2: the Pinkerton's shit.
0: Up, <laughs> turn, table, law. and run. My <laughs> father is a judge, and my mother's a lawyer. You can get it. Oh,
2: your mother's a lawyer. <laughs> hmm. Well, she's doing. She's doing. The uh, lady's proud. I'm sure.
0: I suppose I haven't talked to them in many years.
2: Uh, well, uh, oh, so you're a lifelong resident of Flagstaff, or just come for down? the last
0: several years, it was uh, inconvenient for them to display me in all of my condition.
2: Your condition.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he extends a hand for a handshake. It's covered in goop. Uh,
2: temperance just sort of sucks it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, first, right. well, you got it. first rule of being a whore is you don't...
0: So you extend the hand? Yep. He pulls the hand first back. He's like, I wouldn't one do one that to you. you. don't
1: talk
3: about orc love. <laughs> like, orc
0: you, love. you extend right. the hand, he gets a laugh at your expense, he pulls the hand back, he's like, woof! <laughs> not that I don't wish to, to give you the, the, the beneficiary of a uh, lasting friendship, but I understand you may not want to touch my snotty hands.
2: Why, why, Mister Ooze Lord? What kind of lady would I be? Oh. Again,
0: you can just call me Howard.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this
3: is so unapologetic. <laughs> I love it.
0: you oh. <laughs> thought Chunks Duster was bad?
3: Somebody sat here to outdo him.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jed's dead, honey. <laughs> the he ain't wonder. getting any deader. Doesn't smell as bad as Chunks. <laughs> no,
0: <Nope>, nobody <laughs> does.
2: Well, uh, Mr. Howard, I, I'm, I'm new to the town. I'd appreciate if you could show me around. Maybe there's some highlights. You uh, me with a spoon. <laughs> you can call me May May. What is it? May May. May? Or May May. May May.
0: You can call
1: me Whip. You can call me, me yeah, 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 to look up <laughs> Millie.
0: Millie's like stalking
1: someone under the
2: counter
0: or whatever. She looks up, mm-hmm. sort of cranes an eye over to you and arches an eyebrow. And Howard does nothing of that sort. He's yeah. very polite.
2: I mean, Mayday is just little sister. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, Howard says, by, by all means, I'd be happy to show you around.
2: <laughs> well, uh, if you'll just give me a moment to clean up, I have just come from the road. He
0: says, I need just a moment to powder my face. And he pulls like a handkerchief over his gross, sweaty face.
1: You know, I bet he does powder himself fairly regularly to keep the stickiness of the ooze in check.
2: It's just like wet plaster. Like... Oh,
0: uh, uh, ah, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, he, uh, he has like a, uh, you know, like the standard low-brow hat so he can like, the sun out of his eyes. Pulls a handkerchief <laughs> up over his face like he's fighting coronavirus. Um, he has a long-sleeve, white traveling shirt with, uh, like, a brown leather pants. Um, like riding pants. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing some fairly standard-looking boots. Um, he covers up everything except his hands and, like, from the nose to the top of his forehead. Basically everything he can without. Yep. He loves yeah. politely. He's yeah. all about being polite. Yeah, uh, and you get that from him. Like, even though he's really disgusting, like it, you really do have to prevent yourself. Like, focus on breathing to prevent yourself from retching from looking at this man. He is so polite that you genuinely feel guilt by being disgusted by him.
2: Yeah, he's nice, but he has an unfortunate skin condition. Yep,
0: and he just he, he owns it. He mm-hmm. doesn't like sweep it under the rug or try to, to do anything. He covers it up. Michael Jackson. He covers it up in public because it, it seems like the right thing to do, but like, he is not a kind of guy who's like very secretive, and you get that immediately. Like his his emotions are on his sleeve.
2: Temperance's southernness is just like, Ugh, oh, oh god, god I gotta be dark. so nice to him, but he's so yucky. Ah! <laughs> I don't know how to talk about feelings in a healthy uh... way.
0: But Howard uh, sort of buttons himself up with the hanky and the the long hat. By all means, I'd be happy to take you on the tour. uh, I would take your hand, but (laughs) I shall not.
2: How about I just take your arm?
0: By all means. And he extends his
2: arm out. uh,
0: He's wearing a thick thick canvas long sleeve shirt, Uh, but you swear you can feel some dampness through it. And
1: in your loins.
2: Uh. Yeah,
0: he's got a boner for days. Uh. Uh.
2: Where does all this KY jelly come uh, from? It's... Oh,
0: yeah. I make it foreskin.
3: The, the most Vaseline-iest boner ever.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> got you.
0: Really? Yep, yeah, that did it. All right, cool. Foreskin. <laughs> uh, but he is happy to take you around town. Um, he plays it up like it's a date, mm-hmm. but it's obviously a joke. Like he's he's not like trying to make you uncomfortable. He's just yeah. he wants to get as close as he can to the meter running without the meter actually running. Yeah.
2: Well, Temperance did ask and didn't get money up front, so...
0: It involves a lot of... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. He, he genuinely seems to have a really good time. And one of the things you catch... <laughs> <'cause> he's, <laughs> <speaking, laughs> yeah. he's giving the tour around town, and one of the things you do catch from him is that one he, heart, has, please. he has no fear of the judgment of the people around town. None. Not a single ounce, ounce of his trick. body. And you find out very quickly that's because nobody in here seems to mind him Hmm. um he is well known as one of the most pleasant people in town
2: my southern give a shit doesn't know what to do
0: (laughs) he he like waves to people and they wave back and they smile and he tips his hat and like he is just well liked. he's gross there's no questioning that and ain't nobody gonna stand like next to him at a bus stop but he is just a happy guy that people Hmm. seem to really enjoy Uh, And he brings you around, and he he gestures up at the frontage of Millie's kettle, which you wandered into, and Mm -hmm. he he doesn't know if you've been there on purpose. So he explains that Millie uh, was the wife of a man who'd come to work on the railways, and he had died, and she came here to open her own business, and things took off. And and now she's a proper business owner and doesn't really know what to do with herself. Um, So he goes in to talk politics with her because he gives her something to do during the day, which Mm -hmm. she doesn't really know how else to occupy her mind.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, He points out uh, Boyle's Distilling
0: Company, it's on a uh, rocky hill crop. It's mm-hmm. about 20 feet over the rest of the town. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boyle's Distilling does uh, tequila, specifically. Mm. Um, they dabble in some other things, but tequila is their, their calling. There's is there a lot of agave, agave. out here? Sorry, uh, yes, actually. Okay. Um, it is a
2: desert. They,
0: they have to travel a little ways to get to Soero uh, and, and really distill it properly. They're mostly in a pine forest right now. Mm. Um, but it's not that hard to get outside of the pine well, forest.
1: Well, I was just saying, because, like it seems like the the pine is most readily accessible. Yep. So in order to travel to get what you need to make tequila, it seems like a bit of a
0: trek. It's a small hike, but it's so sparsely settled out here that it's easier to travel an hour out and an hour back than it is to start a new distillery out So it's out craft, tequila,
1: and the hipsters love it. Yes. Okay, understood. <laughs> I got it. I totally am on board I'm, now.
2: I mean, you probably also have I to have a fairly sizable... It. Field of tequila to make it in any sort of quantity, yep. so the field's probably an hour, yep. hour walk.
1: Well, and, and saguaro is such a long-lived plant that probably elves are the ones who make the most money off of tequila.
0: They, um, they actually say that tequila is primarily done by the gnomes. Really, they have extendable step ladders that they use to reach the fruits the highest. Agave gnomes. <laughs>
1: I want to play an agave gnome. That's my next character when Alistair dies.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, no, I'm Not sorry. It, Macho when? Macho
1: Grande is the, the next character after it. We have Alistair. two
0: characters on deck. That's, that's awesome. That's my whole life, dude. The that's dwarves so. also do it, but the dwarves do it in a way that's less sustainable, and he tells you he's got a little distaste t- dwarves for it. do it. The no dwarves, it. dwarves actually do chop down the cactus <laughs> so they can harvest everything inside of it, whereas the gnomes do it in a way where they can go up on ladders to harvest what they need and let the cactus live.
2: It is truly hipster tequila.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's small batch.
2: Free range. Although Temperance range. is actually sustainable. Grass, really interested in the sustainable. <laughs> <Grass-fed> tequila? Uh, <laughs> free like, range. I mean, <laughs> they, her father wasn't interested in the tequila industry.
1: They harvest the tequila it.
0: That, is, uh, that it. is her jam. It is, uh, So, what you get is this bizarre <laughs> sort of cultural <laughs> phenomenon where you have these German gnomes and low these carbon footprints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sort of intermingle to form the tequila industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's southern, southwestern Texas.
2: Yeah, well, German and Mexican is...
0: Yeah. Um, he points out Trailway saddlery, which is a, a large way stop for people who need to have horses or um, equipment for riding horses mm-hmm. made. Uh, it is a very large employer in town. Now, there's a big business in getting pack animals to ride around. There,
1: there, there seem to be banking on the railway taking off when it hasn't really been guaranteed yet.
0: It's a lot of entrepreneurs who are seeing opportunity in the West. Uh, He points out Smallcroft's Jewelers, which is a place where um, a gentleman who has arrangements with the local quarry lords uh, collects various gems they find while mining for silver, uh, and then repurposes them as elaborate jewelry. Um, The biggest employer in town, as he walks through the main thoroughfare with you, is New Frontiers. And New Frontiers is a gigantic business. It is the size of like a Walmart. Uh, But New Frontiers specializes in Chinese imports and Native American manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So you get a really weird juxtaposition of like gold wire wrapped turquoise and jade gems and stuff like that that um, you wouldn't find literally anywhere else in the United States. Mm -hmm. It is a very strange mishmash of cultures that is very popular in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like not half the town, but close to half the town, are employed by this one business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he points out Echo Vineyard, which is a vineyard named for the caves located underneath its uh, rocky rise. Mm-hmm. The caves underneath go to an underground lake. Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he points out uh, Smithwick's Smithy, which is the local place in town to collect things like horseshoes, guns, and ammunition. The... Nails. Nails. Smithwick's guns full of nails. Uh, it's sort of like offhand. full of shoes. <laughs> he points out the sheriff's office. There's a sheriff's office. There's a sheriff and a deputy and they rotate shifts. So there's always somebody on shift. There's Lawrence and Vanderfowler. Fowler. They move south. 12 hours and then so he, he also points out uh, the Flagstaff Dance Hall. And when he points it out, he saves the name out loud mm-hmm. and stops. And just waits for you to look up at its majesty. And His majesty is like a, it looks more like a bard anything else it's not very majestic
2: you know what i can't I came from fucking hope's landing so like this far out yeah but cool. you
1: you came from georgia first like you've seen very dramatic architecture
2: i have but my expectations in dance halls and life and men have been drastically lowered in the last 10 years yeah, yeah. you love
1: dead guys is yeah. basically the story yeah. there
2: mm-hmm. and, Deadwood.
0: Uh, and he's Howard. almost a dead
2: guy Howard no, she doesn't
1: love him. She just likes him physically, okay?
0: Howard the Ooze Lord mm-hmm. waits now for you bait. to be not impressed. <laughs> he knows he's sort of baiting you into a bad joke. So when you look and, and like whether you're impressed or not, he doesn't really wait for the response. He says, uh, the folks here who founded Flagstaff mm-hmm. were the recipients of some of the attempted federal law to ban Native American dance. Open. It's a hell of a poop. The president of these United States thought (laughs) that by allowing Native Americans to provide their tribal dances that they could not be ingratiated into American society. And we here in Flagstaff say to the president go fuck yourself. And we put this dance hall here so they could showcase their art before everybody in town. I really dig that. Yeah, and the such is Rutherford B. Hayes. as known. Yeah, he points it out and he says, "This here, this is the beating heart of the town of Flagstaff." And he says, "Whipple's place—that's the brain. This is the heart of the town." And as he points his finger and shakes He's his hand, kid. you see some mucus come off the index finger and lands. This the is lid. the heart on. Heart
2: hm. on. I've seen weirder things come out of guys.
0: He, he's too polite to say anything. You'd swear he's blushing, but he's so clammy you can't tell. Him. <laughs> oh, ah.
2: blushing at the but dance hall or at your comment? Yeah. you
0: see, he's probably not used to
1: girls paying attention oh, to him because of the I Didn't mean that in character, but like, temperance
2: is sort of nonplus. Yeah, um, yeah, thanks. But is like, well, that is an honorable thing that you've done.
0: Says uh, I can take no credit for it. It's my kinsman here in Flagstaff. I am but a humble lose lord, and he, he sort of gesticulates wildly. And when he does, it's it's with intent. You can tell he gets a giggle out of it. All of the mucus comes flying off of his hands oh under the God. dirt. Mm. Mm. And it's this sort of thing that's like it almost looks scaly the way the light hits it, mm. with the bubbles underneath.
2: Well, and he gives you a little
0: smirk and puts his hands on his hips. Mm.
2: Well, Mister Slade, what do you do round round these parts? Well,
0: I'm primarily involved in just keeping people entertained. He says, um, "I am thankful enough to come from money."
1: I'm losing. I'm lording. that sort of thing. Money may not
0: come to me, but I come to money or come from money. <laughs> <to> lord itself. He <laughs> it says, uh, "As long as the money continues to flow." I, too, shall flow here in Flagstaff. Oh, no. you, are a,
2: you are a lucky man, Mr. Oozlord. Some of us come for money, and the money does stop flowing after a while.
0: That is uh, dire straits indeed. Dire straits indeed. But I hope that I've brought a little joy to your day. And he, uh, he gives you a little smirk. He says, anytime you need to find me and follow my trail.
2: <laughs> Mr. Oozlord, I have taken up so much of your time. What can I do to repay you? This is,
0: uh... already <laughs> 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 lubricated.
2: Um, yeah, you don't even have to, like,
0: get to the salivary just like, he says, uh, my dear It was my pleasure You brought a little joy to my day, I hope I brought the same to yours And he gives you a little tip of the hat and he leans down low, And then he comes back up and he says If any time you need to find me I am not far from the center of town You can find me at Whipple's Place, they have a special chair for me <laughs> It's absorbent
3: It's scotch-garden <laughs>
2: He slides off
3: Dear lord,
0: dear lord. Yeah it's basically over
2: a big funnel, and they just drain <laughs> it. <in. laughs> oh, <drain laughs> <in. laughs> we put it
0: in the distillery.
3: Hang it upside oh, down and close it off. Jimin flexes. If I ever see this guy, I'm just gonna consult my spells and be like, "Is he a fucking
0: really?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is he a fucking really?" <laughs> so um, you will, you will see him and Temperance walking around town. But he's getting a proper tour, and you're, you know,
1: arm Ludge. sludge.
0: Yeah. He um. He does not think he's having any sort of a disease or, or anything like that when he casts his spells. He's not a celestial or anything like that.
1: It's... But he is Druiblex, 100%. He's just,
0: uh, he's just a guy. It's a scion and they're... Uh, I'll just kind of look
3: up at the heavens and quietly whisper to myself, Have I offended you, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what the fuck is going on up there?
0: <laughs> he just, you know, he's got an unfortunate skin condition. It's not like a disease. It's Dear Jesus, just a, just how
1: condition. dare you?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. After <laughs> okay. they uh, after they part ways and temperance blocks leave uh, temperance will go over to Levi and put her arm in his, the arm that was uh, curled up to Mr. Oozlord.
0: <laughs> yeah, gets some dampness her arm. Hey, nice Uzi. So,
1: question.
3: I see you're having a great day, Temperance.
2: <laughs>
1: Alistair hasn't been part of the party for anything that involves um, that I'm sorry, his name escapes me. The uh, The railway baron. Aleo. Aleo.
2: Oleo.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You're familiar with Don him, Aleo. Like his name is Oileo. He was oh. in the casino, but at that point, did he make it obvious, or did the party make it obvious that they were at cross purposes?
0: Um, no, however, he is an obvious enough man that you are aware of him.
1: So, the idea of me becoming his lawyer is sort of far-fetched, and I'm more likely to be an adversary.
0: Yes. Gotcha. Uh, it is likely, uh, in fact, I will, show, uh, I will make a canon right now, he has an army of well-paid lawyers.
1: I would imagine that's the case. At the
0: head of that army is a rival of yours in the law. In
1: oh, the- then, uh, uh, temperance. Hmm, let's
0: fuck him up. But it's your job to name that. One.
1: I will next time, <laughs> because I'm too drunk for that now. Um, Temperance, I think I'm going to use you as, you know, you're probably used. You, so. Are
2: you going to pay up? Like, come <laughs> yeah, on.
1: Yeah, don't worry. You're getting compensated. But, like, I want used. to be the Ooze Lord's lawyer in opposition of Donalea. Okay. So, I'm going to use you as my in. Don't worry. You'll be paid handsomely because I guarantee this guy is rich as fuck.
2: You see, Mister Chance, I always get payment up front now because the last man who ran on credit is now indisposed.
1: He's dead, and instead you got me, which is much more valuable than whatever he owed you.
2: Is it though?
3: If so, it, do you approach us in
1: this? I weekend?
2: want, I want mm-hmm. both things.
3: Yeah. So I'll. Did I'll
2: you
3: get just,
2: the money? Yes.
3: Subtly, like a gentleman, just slide your arm off of me. Not so hard. It's nicely lubricated. My armor has her arm, her arm, all this our arms in there. I believe that's enough affection for now. No, it isn't.
2: Oh, Mister Levi, I, did I manage to hurt your feelings in the last few days?
3: Oh no! <laughs> you still have you managed to grow feelings in the past? <laughs> it's just a bit uh, moist out here. I'm gonna go dry off at the saloon. Got you all rooms, by the way.
2: Find a nice rock to lay, it out, to lay out on.
3: Oh, I get it.
1: Um, but <laughs> seriously, though, I think you and I need to come up with a uh, how we are going to play this slime lord kind of guy. Uh, I don't
2: want to do play him, he's him, nice. Him
1: That's exactly why we need to play him.
2: I don't want to play him, he's nice. No, no,
1: no. You don't like nice people, you play them for money. You're a whore, remember? No,
2: I do like nice people and bad people. But they That's all have why I'm money. Here.
1: And you don't.
2: I mean, I have more money than Sorry, some people do.
1: Dead. But don't you want more money than that? Yeah, so we're going to play the nice slime lord for all of his money. Uh, not
2: all. Not, uh, just
1: like a... Okay, so some of his money.
2: Like an inheritance. An annuity.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah, I can work with that. Sure, an annuity. Let's do call we, it that.
0: Do we cheat him in half?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we are going to cheat him out of so many annuities... It's going to make your one half tit spin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and. scene. scene.